Every man. Every boy over ten. They lined him up, shot him in the head. You see, we tried to fight. Just like you. They won. We were supposed to keep working for them. Then one night, we just left. We got away. We are not gonna let you lead them back to us. They get what they want. I'm sorry. You didn't get... Go! Run! Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. And welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 55, and we're going to be reviewing The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 6, Swear. I swear. Yeah. I'm an atheist, I swear. I swear to God. (laughs) So, Scott, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking the same thing you're drinking. I'm drinking a beer from Appalachian Mountain Brewery, AMB Brewery. Um, it's Daniel's Double. It's a double IPA. And yummy, and it's good. It, yeah, it's very tasty. Very tasty. It's very potent. Take it slow. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very, very good beer. I like it a lot. So by the end of the night, we're all going to be sloshed again. What are we talking about the beer again? What are you talking uh, about at the end of the night? I'm feeling it already. <laughs> My raccoon tail is standing up already. Your raccoon tail? Your Daniel Boone tail? <laughs> yeah, my Daniel Boone cap tail. Oh, that's right. Did you Excellent. mention that I it's from like... Boone, North Carolina? Did you mention it that? It is from Boone, North Carolina. North Carolina, see? We're already getting uh-huh. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yee-hee. Yep, good stuff. Good awesome. stuff. So if you're ever in the area, try it out. You can actually get it all over North Carolina, from what I understand. And hey, guess what? We actually posted the pictures of our beers last week. We are awesome, whoop, whoop. finally. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to try and make a habit of actually doing what we say on the podcast. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Go figure. Yeah. I, I was I was extremely excited when I saw that posted. I'm we're hoping gonna, our we're listeners gonna... were to, even if they don't care what we're drinking, they're probably like, God, they finally did what they said they were going to do. Exactly. We're turning exactly. over a new leaf. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're breaking all the rules. Yes. <laughs> we're doing what we're supposed to do. Or they were pissed. I'm like, uh-huh. damn it! They never follow through with anything. Oh, what are yeah. we? Do? What are we going to expect now? Well, Scott's going to exactly. be happy about an episode. No, no, not that. No. <laughs> well, we'll post it again after we finish recording. We'll post the beer that we're all drinking, and you guys need to seek it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, what did you guys think of this episode? This Terra-heavy episode. I would have thought, honestly. Looking back at it, I would easily say, okay, this is a filler episode, but I loved it. I actually liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I liked, uh, and I don't know if it's because I like Tara so much. Heath, I could take or leave, I think, on this. Uh, obviously, he's only in there a little bit, but... You did leave him. I, he wasn't on there. No, yeah, he got left, for sure. But um, Tara was great. Uh, I don't know if this other group that we met... Is really going to play? Side. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to play a huge part. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to make play some part. I, Maybe. I, I, by the end, I didn't think. Uh, I don't know how important they were, but I didn't really care. 
because I, I liked seeing what was happening with Tara. And uh, I, I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Kim, what about you? What would you think? I felt the same way. I, again, there is no episode that I have not liked yet this season. And I know a lot of people on Facebook and social media are saying that this was a very boring episode, but I didn't think so. I Maybe, I mean, I really enjoyed the fact, first of all, that it was filmed on Jekyll Island, the the intro part, mm-hmm. um, which is very dear to my heart. Secondly, I really liked that we did see a lot of Tara because we've, I don't think they've ever done a Tara-centric episode before. So it was really no. nice to see, you know, to hear all of her little quips that she's got. She's very funny. And then just to see a badass community of women taking care of business. I thought it was great. I thought that part was actually kind of hilarious. That she would, uh, Tara of all people, after losing yeah. Denise, finds the Amazon <laughs> tribe. Yeah. Yeah. The you remember what female. she said when she, yeah, when she said at the table, she goes, I can't believe I'm asking this, but where are the men? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she was good. I mean, she's, her comments are very humorous. You know, it, it kind of brings a little yeah. lighter side to everything. Um, but um, it, it was... It was pretty well done, and there was she brings she brings the one element to the show that the show needs a little bit. Every yeah, well. I, so I agree. I agree, and that's what I, mean, I was nervous about when that we lost Denise. Yeah. You know, when Denise got killed off, it was like, ah, what a great character. Yeah. But, well, you know, it's funny. Um, I I I love the episode, and I think it's like you said. I think it's because I like the Tara. I love Tara the most, mm-hmm. and I think her character is fantastic. You know. The community they ran into and all that kind of stuff, I could live or take. I mean, you know, it's it's just not not that big a deal to me. It was her reactions to everything mm-hmm. though, that I thought was hilarious. Um, and like you said, Heath is the man to be forgotten immediately. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back and, and be more interesting in the future, but, you know, he wasn't bringing much to the table in this episode. I really, really did enjoy it. My biggest problem with the season in general is that they have... They're jumping from one site to one site to one site mm-hmm. um, throughout the season. And I think there's a loss of continuity. Um, I would rather have seen, I would, like this episode, I think would have gone perfectly with the one with Morgan and Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know, intersperse both of those two stories together. Yeah, because a similar kind of thing is happening. Right. Yeah. They're, and they're both humorous. They both have its funny, you know, funnier side. And and they were light, so why not intersperse them? You know, if you want to make a long episode, make that your long episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree you with know? you. I don't know. I mean, how... we spent so much time away from Carol and Morgan. I don't feel real invested in that story because God only knows when we'll actually get back to seeing them again. Well, I think you know, at the start of this one, it's like you spent so much time away from Tara and Heath. You're trying to remember what the hell happened. I mean, yeah. it was right. Kim even said when they they showed the scene where they're heading off and was it when they they showed the scene where they head headed off in the RV yeah and and you're like oh yeah that's what happened yeah when they were at the satellite <laughs> station last right. season yeah as we're watching we're like oh all right okay that's right they were that's why they weren't with them because yeah I mean it it's so disconnected. Um, you gotta, you gotta give a little bit more hint towards some of this. Although I, it really didn't bother me all that much on this one. I have to say it, it, it was, I was like, okay, we forgot about these characters and I'm excited to see what happened to mm-hmm. them. So, but, but I guess what I, where I, where I draw the line though, or, or where I, where this stands out to me is when I'm watching that and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm really getting into this episode and so forth. And I'm thinking, 
man, it's been so long since we've seen the two. And then I'm thinking, oh, yeah, and we haven't seen Morgan and Carol in a while, mm-hmm. you know. And and somehow this is all going to come together at some point. That's fine. But, you know, I would rather have seen, you know, interspersed throughout the series, I would have rather have seen little snippets of of uh, Tara and, and Heath Bar out there, you know, <laughs> looking for stuff or, or doing, you know, or even them just, you know, finally finding that bridge or something like right. that and then then you could get to that in a later episode didn't they do this last season where they the beginning of the mm-hmm. like the first half of the season they did episodes that were very um character specific and then at the second half of the season they kind of interspersed everybody into each episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think they'll probably do the same thing with this but you know people so. people complained last season about them doing that like when they had the cheese man and stuff mm-hmm. cheese maker Cheesemaker, cheese man, cheese cheesemaker, yeah. whatever. He made <laughs> cheese. Milkman. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't make deliveries anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that was bad. No, but I have a feeling they'll be doing that again. Bec- I don't know, Kim, because I'm... Well, I'm just saying this. Look, mm-hmm. the, this group Uh-oh. of Amazon women, again, I don't really... I mean, they're cool. I don't really care about them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just, Are you thinking half baked or something? Yeah. You're cool. You're cool. You're cool. You suck. <laughs> yeah. no, fuck you. Fuck you. Whatever. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. I think. I think the biggest thing they brought, they're bringing to the whole story, is their cache of guns. Well, okay. Here's what I'm trying to say, though. Like mm-hmm. that group of women, that colony, they're cool for the story, okay? But mm-hmm. um, in terms of the storyline, I don't think they matter that much. Um, but it's it's setting the pace. It's setting that storyline up for what's going to happen. And that's okay. where I think it's important. You're liking that Daniel's double there? I was going to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, I'm you know, Kim, the reason now. why I was, I, was, I was saying I'm not so sure is because I was even, I, I went ahead and read the, uh, um, you know, the prefaces for the eight, next couple of episodes. Oh, Scott, you're cheating. No, no, not really. I mean, I, I just want it's just what they have on there, and it just sounds like more specific to certain groups. Yeah, yeah, but well, no, we no, still but, have two episodes left for this half. Yeah, season. like what? what okay. I think what Kim's point was that the first half of last right. year right. they w- they were doing that. It was yeah. just you jump from here to there to there mm-hmm. with every mm-hmm. episode, and they're doing it again this season, setting it up for maybe when do they come back? February, March, March, February, February. Uh, for in for in February they'll come back and it'll be more, mm-hmm. you know, combined. Well, as, Everybody right. will come together as we, and, as we refer to it, the War of Negan. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I don't think it's going to happen that quickly. I think you know there's going to be a lot of build up. There might be in the after the Christmas break. I think there's going to be a lot of um, maybe some of these groups actually do connect. But mm-hmm. that, did you like the name that they give their walkers? Bobbers. Uh, Bobbers. The Bobbers. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, if you're a seaside community, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. So I think we mentioned it last week, but that beach that she washes up on Mm -hmm. is on Jekyll Island in Georgia, where the Georgia Sea Turtle Center is. So if you ever come to Georgia, you have to go there because it's super awesome. And then that beach is called, what, Driftwood Beach? Yeah, I think so. It's beautiful. I think Scott was calling it Deadwood Beach. Mm-hmm. Deadwood, Driftwood, it is Deadwood. Yeah, yeah, it's a good show. But that yeah. is a really cool beach. So it's incredible. 
Yeah. Because it's not just like, I mean, it's full trees, mm-hmm. like going yeah. like on their sides, 30 feet up. And you can climb up the root balls and, and it's, it's all, yeah, it's all bleached out wood. It's pretty incredible. It's kind of, I don't know. I think and that's really why I liked that part so much. But, but the fact that I know where Jekyll Island is raised so many questions to me that are, I'm probably looking into it way too much. But all these questions came up while I was watching this show, and it. I don't think it's supposed I, to be Jekyll Island. I know, I know, yeah, I know. It's, it's not it's supposed to be up in Virginia. Or something, I know, right? I know. No, this is what I'm saying though. Like because I know where it's filmed, and I know where it is in location in relation to Atlanta. I it just I have so many questions in my head that like logistically that couldn't have happened on this show. Okay. Well, I think the thing that's also confusing is that, I mean, this whole show is out of Atlanta. The starting of the show is out of Atlanta. But, yeah, they're in Alexandria. They're up in Virginia now, which, you know, there's coast in that area. There's got to yeah. be some, there's More sand. Chesapeake Bay than anything. Yeah, which, which I mean, but that's, uh, Jekyll Island's beach is tiny. I mean, it's just like this little spit of sand. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably, I mean, and it's it's a pretty... I mean, there's stuff out by, near Virginia Beach and so forth out that way. Yeah, it's a pretty picturesque, like, and kind of eerie sight, too. So I, I would, I would assume that's why they would choose that as a location. But mm-hmm. did you feel like uh, that they were far away from where they originally met up with the sa- saviors? Yeah, I kind of feel like they didn't go very far. Well, they'd been gone for two weeks, right? And they said they had gone further than what they had expected to go. Mm-hmm. Or what they mm-hmm. were supposed to go, so that made me feel like they were pretty far away. But if they're yeah. leaving for two weeks, I mean, you can cover a lot of ground in two weeks. Yeah, especially in a car. Yeah. So, um, but still, it's like I just logistically I didn't see how she could fall off a bridge into this river and end up in the ocean, washing up on a beach on this remote island. Which Jekyll Island is a remote, well, not remote, but kind of, sort of. You know, it just uh, that's that part just didn't. Well, we, mesh we with we're me. not you know we are identifying it with the Jekyll Island, but it doesn't actually have to be Jekyll Island. It that's, could be just one island that's interspersed in some Virginia islands. No, so. I understand that. Get over it, Kim. This is what I'm saying, though. It's just it's hard for me to wrap mm-hmm. my brain around it. It's hard for you to divorce from the reality to the TV show. <laughs> yes, thank you, Scott. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> If you had no idea that Jekyll Island, this was Jekyll Island, you would ha- you would not have as, this issue. As most viewers don't no. know that. No. I know. Well, I think I would have this issue. How does she fall off this bridge and well, end up in the ocean? That's true. Well, I she, think, she, I think they a lot of explained it. But she fell into and she went out an inlet, and that's how she ended up on the beach. They even said that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah. There were some mermaids that came and carried her to they the did. to the they Amazon did. colony. Rose- Right, and she rode some seahorses yeah. <laughs> out to the bay. Um, see, see, you know, because seahorses won't go any further than the bay. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so yeah. they dropped her off there. Well, let's talk about the bridge scene itself. The bridge scene. Okay, yeah. The bridge scene. Can I bring up another what, you don't issue? Wanna... <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Let me let me say this though first. Uh, how did you like the psychotic little girl on Jekyll? Oh, Rachel. She needs to yeah, look at the flowers. She I think. Is Awesome. No way, man. <laughs> that was a creepy child. Yes, she, she was. Yeah, but she's a product of, of what these women have created. Right, because she, she's going out and stabbing everything, going and killing everything. Yeah. yeah. 
she's and, they're smart kim and i gotta ask you this does it bother you at all that that the uh the first all-female community they find is probably the most violent of them all <laughs> you know what it didn't bother me at all that that was the case i thought it was brilliant because um here is a group of badass women and they're taking care of themselves they're taking care of business they thought enough to leave the site where they originally were located to get away from Negan. They found this little hideaway hotel that they were able to hole up in. and they're, Oceanside campsite. Yeah, and they're totally, totally isolated, and they're taking care of themselves. I didn't mm-hmm. think that was bad at all. I think it was awesome. No, no, no. I, I meant it more sarcastically. Yeah, there's an understandable fear. I mean, for one thing, they don't yeah. have a wall around them. All they have is like a bunch of bushes that are screening them. Yeah. I said they have a fence. Okay. I didn't see the fence. I didn't see the fence either, but it seemed like at least they had some sort of screening that was making uh-huh. it hard to see where they were. But they're fearing for their lives, you know? I mean, they got away well, they're with they're on their an lives. island. Right. I, I think they're on an <laughs> island, so the walkers are pretty scarce. I think what walkers are coming on there are ones that are washing ashore, and that's why they're patrolling the beaches like that. But I think they probably taken care of most of them on the island. That okay. one that was caught in the tree, though, that Tara ended up killing when they were chasing her yeah. through the woods, that looked like a woman, right? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And I wonder... Uh, I don't know. She kinda, know. It had long blonde hair. So I was thinking, wondering could if... Could be Greg Nicotero. Mm. Could have been, could have been. I was wondering what happens Tom Petty. to the women... Tom Petty. Willie Nelson. What happens to the women that um, <laughs> don't... What's the word I'm looking for? Abide. Thank you. Don't abide by the rules. Do they kill them too? Do they send them off into the I wilderness? I don't think they have anybody that doesn't abide by the rules. I, you know, I think, I think there may be a little bit of dissension, like Cindy did. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think these. I think these the sound. The ladies still looked a bit uh, shell shocked. Yeah. Totally. What happened to the men? Yeah. I think they're just, you know, they're just hiding, mm-hmm. and and scared and lashing out. The only way they feel like they can. So, what was the leader's name? Uh, uh, N- Natalia? Natalia or something. Natalia. Natalia. Yeah. The grandma. Yep. She, she, she definitely seemed very nervous, mm-hmm. and some of the younger women that were around her were mm-hmm. more confident. Yeah, but angry, but real angry. Yeah. Well, the only one that seemed confident at all was Cindy. I mean, Rachel seemed pretty confident. Rachel was the short-haired The woman? little girl. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's yeah, confident. Well, she wasn't confident. Yeah. She was psychotic. Yeah, she was she's just crazy. She's not psychotic. There's a l- little bit of a difference. No, I don't think she's psychotic. <laughs> she enjoyed the killing because that's all she knew. That's all probably. she knew, exactly. But, it's like killing a mm-hmm. fish out on the beach. Yeah, it's but really I mean, not. even... It's even, really not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Well, okay, so what was... Beatrice. Beatrice was the woman with the shorter hair. Yes. Yeah, and the she, one that got smacked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she was freaked out. Even though that uh-huh. she seemed like a very capable person, um, you know, as far as dealing with combat. Well, both, or... of, those, both of those girls did. Both of the, 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 the ones that went out to execute Tara were both very high-strung. You could see they were just wound as tight as they could be. Yep. Um, and, yeah, and, and you know, on the breaking point in a lot of respects. Definitely angry at the world. It almost seemed to me like they didn't really want to kill Tara when they were chasing her through the woods. 
Well, no, they're just really, really bad shots. Well, that's what I was going to say. Mm. They're, they're either... The whole they either, damn community is a horrible They shot. either didn't want to kill her or they couldn't shoot a gun worth to save their mm. lives. Those are some yeah. bad, bad shots. It was all, I think it was all dramatic effect. How, how, how do you have like 12 people with guns chasing after you and they're only like maybe 20 yards behind you and they can't hit you once? I know. <laughs> they haven't had much target practice? I don't know. Not only that, hey, this is this is a this is one little issue I had with it. That's a lot of shooting and ammo expense, you know, expended. Mm-hmm. Aren't they supposed to be hiding out? Aren't they supposed to be keeping themselves hidden, hidden from everybody? Yet they're making tons blowing of noise. everything away in the in the woods, and people hear that from the shore. You're getting nitpicky again? I, I no, 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 I don't I think so. Well, uh, like you said, they're what? Okay, I, I honestly didn't think that they were on an island, but I thought they were on the coast. They okay. could have so that would be even worse if they were just on the coast. If they're on a barrier island, they're separated. Yeah, yeah. I think they so, were on the island because I think at one point they said something about the bridge. I think it's the only bridge that. Comes okay, from the so that bridge the is the one that was blocked mm-hmm. off with the same. Okay, all right. I didn't pick that up either. That's good. Okay. So can we talk more about that bridge? Because yes, we were just go, about to talk about the bridge. the bridge. Let's okay. talk bridge. Okay, let's talk bridge. <laughs> so who do you think was camped out on the bridge? Was it them? Or and like who put the sand there? I thought it was I thought it was someone who they had they were blocking off each end of the bridge and that yeah. was like where they were hiding out. And that's, that's why right. they it, it was somebody else. It was somebody else because she even says, you know, when Tara describes about the bridge, uh Natanya says something to one of the other girls, like, oh, that was the something camp or something like that. Oh, okay. She mentioned so I didn't the, even know she mentioned it. All right. Yeah, so she, she identifies that there was a group on that bridge. Okay. They knew where it was. Now, what happened to them and all that kind of stuff, who the hell knows? I, I don't know if they had anything to do with it or not. Okay, well, I have, I have a question. The walkers that were in the sand, mm-hmm. were they living people that got buried in the sand? Or were, did they dump the sand on walkers to keep them down i feel and, like they dumped them on the walkers let me ask you this though because okay? they weren't the in the bridge dump is truck. sealed from both ends so where was it se- was from? it sealed on the other yes. end i yes. thought that i thought the seal on the other end was the the sand. sand yeah no no there was also you could see beyond it there was a wall oh uh, really it was walled at both ends okay well because you had two dump trucks that dumped sand right, right mm-hmm. in that same pile and then right. when tara tried to pull that that um, bag. it wasn't a you know it was a bag. I was gonna say backpack, but it was more. It was right. like a big duffel bag that she tried to pull out of there. It moved the sand, and then all the other walkers got freed. Which mm-hmm. right, yeah, which that's by all the way, I, I thought they were. I, don't know. <laughs> I thought those were really cool walkers. They were sweet, and yeah, yeah, I mean you're, I mean, getting stuck in sand. It's the hardest thing to like get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, when she's trying to get away, it's like oh my god, get out of there. But I guess, I guess what I'm wondering, though, is what happened to the people that were on the bridge? <clears throat> they fell off and washed up on the beach and got shot. Okay. <laughs> or they all hung or, out in a circle holding hands, and then someone hit the button that dumped sand all over them. Exactly. You know, and the one thing I, I thought was a little gimmicky was, was when, you know, and it's jumping ahead to the end, but when Tara went looking for Heath and mm-hmm. saw the, the uh, walker that looked like Heath from the back... Mm-hmm. Oh, the woman. Yeah. But she wasn't like the other zombies. She wasn't all... Because she was you know, fresh. Fresher or, or not all whited out like they were. I didn't see any other zombies like that, did you? Nope. It was the only one. 
which was kind of like gimmicky. Yes. You mean that she wasn't like all bleached, like her skin wasn't Mm -hmm. all bleached out? She wasn't masticated. The water hadn't been taken out of her skin yet. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because, but but you also have to understand too that those ones that we did see, they were under the sand that whole time. Sure. So they are covered in sand as well as being, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they were quite, quite decomposed. Right. So where did this walker come from? I have no idea. It was a very convenient plant. Uh-huh. Um, did not convince me for one second that it was Heath. No. Did you go back and look like before to see when we were looking at the other walkers if that walker was even around? No. Okay. No, but I mean, I, watched... I think listeners. I think... I think we should we should sick the listeners on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, that... if the, see if the uh, was that a convenient the, uh, plant? I think it Heath, was. If the Heatheta walker Heath <laughs> was already on the bridge. <laughs> well, you know, I think that was actually an interesting kind of uh, question. In the whole plot as to was Heath leaving her or did he actually come back and save her? Because he did. He shows he back did. up. Right. Yeah. And then he disappears again. And then you see that, uh, you, you know, he trenched as he was pulling out of there in the truck right. Right. Uh, to, to peel out of there. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, what happened? You know, well, I what think did at that point, he, he, I think at that point he realized he couldn't do anything for Tara. But he doesn't. in the river. Yeah. And then so. when we get back to Alexandria, all we see is mullet man. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So right. yeah, but if if he knows that she fell in the water, and the walkers can't get past that barrier, why would he leave so quickly? Oh, they're coming know. after him. I don't he's got they a lead can't foot. Come after him. He's got a lead foot. Maybe he th- he's going to tear off, and maybe he thinks there's another access road that goes down. He, he is. He inlet. is in NASCAR don't country. Don't forget that. <clears throat> ah. He is, but he's in Virginia. Remember. That's NASCAR country. Too. That's still really? NASCAR country, I think. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that point, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Heath's big thing was like, nobody's in this together. Right. So I really thought that when she, when she started to fall backwards into the water, he was gone. Mm-hmm. And he was only fending for himself. But mm-hmm. we don't find out till later that he actually did come back for her. Right. And he did, he did, he did say he was not fending for himself anymore. Yeah. Because you know? she says something like, you, I need, you know, you need me or something like that. And he goes, I know, I know. But, um, did you catch that, um, uh, Tara quoted Glenn when they yeah. were talking about scavenging? Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. What did he say? Nice. Well, Glenn had a saying about scavenging. I can't remember it word for word, but it's something like scavenging. I've got it. Rule number one of scavenging, there's nothing left in this world that isn't hidden. We just have to find it. Oh, right. And that's from season five. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and she had that smile on her face when she was saying it. So she did, of course, didn't know about Glenn at that point. But, yeah, I thought it was a good scene. It was super sad. You're not going to cry now again, I'm not going to cry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Well, we'll, well, we'll help you get away from a cry. We'll talk about Heath some more. All okay, right. go ahead. Okay, the forgettable have, Heath bar. You have a good cry. I'll edit it out. There you go. Let it out, Kim. There you go, Kim. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know about any of them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all right. They're there, honey. They're uh, there. Okay, I'm over. All right, so what about this card that Heath left behind in the tracks of his RV. 
Yeah, What's talk up about that because I, I I remember seeing it. I didn't really get anything from it. What 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 do you think that refers to? She seemed to recognize it, right? Yeah, because she smiled and it said P P P. I don't know what that means. And it's a computer card, right? It's like it's like one of those entry cards that you flash against a keypad mm-hmm. to get in access to a room. We had mm-hmm. those at university. Oh, I don't know. But it's just so he left like a his room card behind. Like there you not, go. No, not like a hotel card. <laughs> like <laughs> they're the they're the thick. They're I'll the meet thick you at the embassy suites. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> room hey, number baby. on it. They had an RV. Hey, they didn't need P-P-P, all that. PPP baby. See you at ten. I'm thinking like <laughs> penis pending. No, Jesus. Pump. No. <laughs> Don't go there. Yes, you were thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, never mind. Should have stayed there. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what that was about at all. I mean, was it? I'm, it, it was obviously su- suggested to be left by him, but I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that that refers to anything that I remember. I think we're just a little slow on the up uptake on this one because uh, I bet you our listeners know what it was about. I just couldn't figure it out. I, I it really didn't connect with me. I don't think our listeners know. If you do know, you better write us and tell us. Yes. Because <laughs> it's related to the Morse code from the, the Morse code two two episodes ago. Um, but <laughs> but a lot of more uh, uh, a lot of more set. God, Alanis a more set. That's mm. really bad. A, a lot, lot of Masterson. Oh, okay. That said, would be Appalachian Mountain Brewery. <laughs> um, Daniel's double that Kim is enjoying. <laughs> Anyway, she said on The Talking Dead that that Tara was the only one who knew what that meant. And that she hmm. was the only one who knew what that meant. Uh, we'll find out later, I guess. Huh. Okay. So in other words, we're not supposed to know what it means. I guess not. Not cool, man. So not cool. I know. Well, blimey. Yep. I know. I know. But, yeah, okay, so so what do you think happened to Heath, though? Do you think that... He took off. But, but took where? Off. Why is he not back at um, Alexandria? That's what I was, I was just going to ask the same question. Because, I mean, Tara on foot got there faster than he did in the RV. Well, Thank you. That's unless, what I'm unless, unless he ran into somebody. Unless he ran into, like, the Saviors or something. Yeah. But that, but that's what I was saying. Was we didn't really even get enough information to know if he was even there or not yet. Right? We see Eugene at the gate, and that's it. I we don't even, she, I we think don't we even know. I think we would have seen Tara saying something to him about it or something. Well, she's well, all broken up because Eugene's all crying and then she's all crying you know, and then that's I, it. That's it. That was the end of the episode. Where's he? No, 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 no. She, did she say where's he? No, but no, but hold on. Um, Rosita was there at, with her at the very end and they never said anything about him. Right. Well, they, maybe they just don't like Heath. Okay. But you know what? <laughs> one thing I, one thing I did like, like and, I, and I appreciated Seriously? it from the, from the writers is they didn't put a whole lot into Tara's grief. And and that was good because I still want her to be kind of a humorous character. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they didn't they didn't make it a big downer. You yeah, know, it was a downer. Don't get me wrong, it was a downer. But but still, you know, she was still thinking about the the promise she made to the island. Oh you know. right, to not reveal mm. their yeah. location in, and stuff. in the ending. So she was still using her head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree and disagree. It would have been nice to see her kind of grieve for 
Glenn, even, and for Denise. But, um, I mean, I kind of like that they, they did it the way they did it. It's nice to see some laughter and lightheartedness left in Alexandria. To well, I don't think they abandoned her grief. I mean, no. it was there. Yeah. They just didn't dwell on it. Yeah, like Rick. Right. Like, Rick is going to be sad and depressed for, like, the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Won't <laughs> <laughs> you help me dig another hole? Carl! <laughs> dig me God a hole, damn boy. damn it, Carl. Why'd you go to see Negan? It's all giving up now. Hey, he let me ask you this. Was it Tara that had one of Negan's guns? Yes. yes. I thought that was the ga- the gun that uh, Carl 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 had. Well, they had she a series it, of them. She got it from the outpost. Yeah, they. I think so they, they had they a both, series of both guns. Had one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They oh, had okay. a lot. I think they had some guns in the armory too. The one that Carl got was earlier on. Yeah. It was much earlier on. I, I don't remember who he got it from, but. I mean, I don't remember Tara mm-hmm. grabbing one, but. But yeah, I mean, but she was there with Heath when that they went to. That was a hell of a. That was a hell of a cannon she's toting around, too. Yeah, it was a big gun. That was a big gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what did you think about, um, like, some of the scenes where, when she got caught, first of all, when she's mm-hmm. following Cindy back to the Oceanside yes. community? She, the, you know, she does a great job of looking nervous and scared, um, but open at the same time. Mm-hmm. About it. I mean, I love the confrontation she had of when they finally captured her. And she's like, you know, she says, you know, something to the effect of, you know, uh, maybe you could let me go, you know, and then they didn't say anything. She's kind of like, or we could do this. Yeah. Just stand here for a while. <laughs> she's like, yeah. this, is, this is cool, too. Yeah. And when, <laughs> when they were like, well, why did you run? And she's like, well, I didn't know it was safe. And then she points to her handcuff. She's like, I still don't. <laughs> I still don't know if it's safe. <laughs> right. Her facial expressions—they're right. great. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 talk about it later. Well, well, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to ask though: when she uh, hits the Beatrice in the face with mm-hmm. the gun, mm-hmm. knocks her out. Mm-hmm. It's like, how is it everybody on camera is able to knock people out so easily with a gun? I know. I tried like, to hit you with the gun, and it didn't take it. Well, down. I just imagine myself like trying to hit somebody with it and be like, "Oh, this is how they knock people out in the movies." Well, you and tried I, it and on your like, son a couple times, right? And they're like, ow, ow. <laughs> just break a nose. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, uh, uh, you're uh, just, uh, come on. You're supposed to be knocked out by now. But Didn't you try that on Karen a couple times? No. <laughs> oh. I would never hit my child like that. With that armor head? No, no, no. I use a baseball right. bat. Oh, okay. Good. Good. <laughs> well, Not a gun. Remember, it's been like two years or so into the apocalypse. They've had plenty of training. No, I understand that, but I mean, how do you train on knocking people out with the back of a gun? Well, you don't. You're not very popular with your friends. No, you do not want to be the guy that's teaching people that. <laughs> well, by training, all. I mean real world training. Okay, like, I got gotcha. you. Oh, you know, good hit. Oh. A fighting situation. But you know, the interesting fight. thing through this whole dealing with the Oceanside community is the people that keep turning up are first Beatrice, and then mm-hmm. Cindy. Mm-hmm. In succession, every time. <laughs> There's no one else out there. I know, but like even when she's getting taken back, like, oh, I'll lead you to the bridge, and they turn mm-hmm. on her, and then Beatrice pulls a gun, and again, there's Cindy right there to take out Beatrice. Like, <laughs> thank God for Cindy. 
<laughs> maybe maybe Cindy was Beatrice Stalker. Maybe so. Maybe Be- Cindy realizes Beatrice is a crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. Did you know that um, Cindy is actually a comedian in real life? Really? She's like a kid? No, the, the girl who saves her. That's what I mean. She's still yeah. a kid. She's oh, young. Okay, teenager, whatever. Scott, mm-hmm. you're like 80. Come on. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I always tease Scott about his age. He's not that no, old. That's really what I am. Yeah, but I... she's like a comedian um, in real life. And started when really? she was like five or six years old. Hmm. Okay. Totally different from what her character is. Shandy Funny? I don't know. Totally oh, different well, come on. You haven't listened yet? Oh, and hey, the, the little girl, Rachel, mm-hmm. she's from Raleigh. Is she really? Right. Cool? This is so, new stuff. They really no, they really bring up some psychos up there in Raleigh, don't they? No. Yes, they do. Mm. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Cow tippers and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's not Raleigh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Well, what do you think of them... Um, Training all the little kids with the dog clicker, I guess, is what they were using. They went, and then all the kids ran to the place where all the guns were stored and grabbed mm-hmm. guns and started chasing her around. Like they have the kids trained. Mm-hmm. They have everybody for trained because they're freaked out. Because mm-hmm. they think that, I mean, they had supposedly from what we're being told, which I, I don't even know if um, uh, they uh, told them at the first. I think Beatrice led on that that the saviors were the ones that killed all the men. But they told him that all the men were killed. Mm-hmm. And that's why they weren't around. Because um, I, because um, uh, they said, oh, yeah, you can bring your friend back. Bring Heath back. He can stay here. And she's like, really? Mm-hmm. He can stay here? There's no men here. Right. How, why is that? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. our men were killed. They did say that, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So. But I didn't even uh-huh. see any little boys. Well, because if they were older than 10, they were killed. Little boys, though, below 10. Where are they at? I think they, I did see a couple There was one actually running. Boys. There yeah, was, I did there see was at least one yeah. that ran out of the building with two girls. Yeah, and they okay. killed him, like, right away. <laughs> Tara did. She said, <laughs> yeah. this, what piece doesn't belong? Exactly. Um, I think Beatrice so. killed him. <laughs> she just shot him. It's just a shame. No, but I mean they they had they were trained this way because they were freaked Scared. out that at any point the saviors were going to show up and do exactly mm-hmm. what they had been doing, which I think that was a huge point that the mm-hmm. meeting this group proved to us is that the saviors have a f- much farther reach than we yeah, thought. Yeah, that's what I was going to well, bring up. True, but we don't know where this community was when the saviors encountered them. No, we don't, but everybody they're meeting let me is ask you this. Under, is under the thumb of the saviors. I think that's right. kind of what it was. The point sure. was being driven sure. home. And the next episode is, uh, it's called Everything. What? No, there's nothing out there or something like it's about, that, isn't it? It's about sanctuary, really. It's called Sing Me a Song. Oh, okay. It's about Sorry. the saviors again, though. And sanctuary. Yeah, more life and sanctuary. Okay. Let me ask you this, though. Sanctuary, having sanctuary. having sanctuary. gotten a you know a good fill of the, uh, of the saviors so far, if the saviors killed every man in their community why did they let them keep all the guns i don't think they let them keep the guns i think they scavenged them yeah i think they found more just like um you know you think they found another whole cache like rosita went out and found a gun i mean yeah but there was a lot of guns that was some serious hardware in there man think about it the only reason that they took away the guns from the alexandrian community is because Mm -hmm. of carl right 
So mm-hmm. maybe they felt pity on the women and let them keep their guns to help no, protect the whole them. Reason they, the whole reason they killed the men is because they were revolting against Negan's people. Mm. I know, but they I still mean, left the women. Maybe they wanted the women to survive, the walkers, so they could come back and get the women as their wives. That, or they needed people to produce. But right, that too. I still don't understand why they wouldn't take their cache of guns. I, I honestly think that they were to assume that they found more guns somewhere. I don't think they would have left him. I'm not willing to assume that, Stuart. I have a feeling they probably found them on a larder fishing boat. (laughs) A larder fishing boat. Yeah, I love that when Tara says at the end of the thing, she goes, are you sure a larder's not a boat? She's like, no. She goes, yeah, all right, I'll go with it. (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah. I just think it's it's, um, bottom line of this entire episode. I think it's interesting to see how far Negan's men have traveled and how far their power reaches and how much control they have over communities that are probably not very close to Alexandria or the sanctuary. And then also that there are a lot of groups out there that are pissed as hell at Negan Mm -hmm. and want Mm -hmm. revenge. Yeah. So they maybe become part of the uh, alliance against Negan. Yeah. And it was a group of badass women. Yeah, okay. They were badass. Bad shots, but badass. I honestly don't know how much of a... Uh, I, I didn't really feel like they were going to play a major role in stuff going forward. I think... They might know, not. Hilltop, Kingdom, those seem much more important than this, but... I loved... Um, you know, I, I'll tell you why not. I loved uh, Tara's reaction to the girl saying, you need to swear that you'll never tell anybody about it, or you'll never come back, or whatever. And she's like... Why would I want to come back? <laughs> right. She goes, there's nothing here I want. I can't, mm. I, I don't want anything to do with this place, mm-hmm. this crazy place. Mm-hmm. You know, why would Tara want to take them back to that, those people? Right. Other than the only thing I can think of is that they'll maybe go back at some point and get the weapons. Mm-hmm. Salted she'll, fish. She'll spill the beans to uh, Rosita at some point or whatever, and then they'll go get the weapons. Yeah, I have to ask, why... When okay, well, before I ask my other question, do you think that the two that are leading her to the bridge are meaning just to kill her? Yeah. Do you think that was the leader's idea? Yes. 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 Okay. That was her call. Yeah, you could tell at the table too when she when Tara when she realized Tara wasn't going to stay. Um, stay. She acquiesced to sending somebody back real quick. Which is, you know, she gave up on trying to talk Tara into staying real fast. Mm-hmm. Which tells me she had already decided, okay, we're just going to have to kill her. She's, she has a choice. She's either going to stay with us or die, and she's made her choice. I have to say Tara figured it out faster than I did Well, in that sequence. You could tell, though, when they were at the dinner table, she said, nobody can know about me. But then mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I'm going to send somebody with you to Alexandria. Well, hello, right. they're going to find out about the community if she sends somebody back with her. Yeah. Uh-huh. So right uh-huh. there, that tells you that she had intended all along for them to kill her in the woods. Well, I, and you're right, exactly. And I can tell you, Tara figured it out when she looked over her shoulder and saw that chick with the knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, the, and she was not looking at the walker. She was looking at Tara. Right. Yeah. She Tara's had other like, intentions. Oh, I'll take care of this one. Uh-huh. So... She got the hell out of Dodge. Well, that's the, when during that scene, I was thinking, okay, well, do these two want to kill her, or is the community pretty much saying, okay, she can't leave? That was the question I had, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and that's what it was. The community was saying no. Right, exactly. You're not going anywhere. 
Yeah. You're going to be so like the rest of them. The second part of my question is when Tara actually gets back to Alexandria, why wouldn't mm-hmm. she just give these people up if they wanted to kill her then? Because she made a promise to Cindy. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I mean, she could save Cindy if she wants to, but what about the rest of the people? I think she knows they have those guns. Right. But I think part of it is Stuart is that she's looking at, she's looking at somebody like Rosita and Rosita's talking about, well, I'll just go in there and deal with whatever I need to. She realizes, you know, these ladies are going to shoot her in sight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is no talking to these people. They're going to kill you as soon as they go. So anybody she tells about this are going to go looking for these people and they may get killed. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, and she also, she doesn't know the circumstance that Alexandria is in yet either. Mm-hmm. She doesn't realize right. that they've lost everything. Even if There's she that. knows that she they've lost people, she doesn't know to the extent of what they've lost. As far she as also know. doesn't know, she also really doesn't know much about the Oceanside group. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't there that long. She, I mean, mm-hmm. she, she can't have really scouted out, you know, how big the group is, what their fortifications are, you know, things like that. She's probably, a, you know, a lot in the a lot of cluelessness when it comes to that community too. Mm-hmm. So she okay. wouldn't know what she'd be sending people into. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So th- another interesting thing that I was thinking about just from geography side of it. So the ocean people, ocean side people know about the satellite group that was killed, right? Uh huh. Yes. They know about Negan's people. Yes. Negan's people were to the East mm-hmm. of where Alexandria was. Oh, I see what you're saying. How did so they're in between these people? How and did Alexandria? Yeah, yeah, so Heath and them went over there, and okay, it might sound kind of confusing. Okay, Heath and and um, Tara Tara ended up over that area, but when mm-hmm. they went to kill the saviors, they went over to the satellite group that the Oceanside mm-hmm. people are familiar with to kill those people, but yet never knew anything about like the rest of the mass of the saviors, mm-hmm. right? Who were right. east of them, right? As far as we know. Okay. I'm just putting that out there. Does that make any sense to anybody? Yeah. So the, savior, the saviors themselves were supposed to be east, right? Yeah. The, camp. the whole group. Sanctuary, yeah. So, but east of what? I mean, I know, yeah, I'm just say saying. East. The beach east of is Alexandria. East, so. But here, here we have two groups. They're supposedly governed by the satellite group. Mm-hmm. And yet we never ran across like the major savior compound that was east Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. you know, it's like, I mean, they're they're all east, aren't they? They're all Let like right there. This. So why, why did they she only was... see the, sat- the satellite group? I'll tell you this, know. too. Here's the other thing. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just now thinking about this. Um, they were, That's what the, I bring the girl stuff up was, for. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, be quiet. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, they... Um, do you, did the the stuff that happened to the men in their community did that happen after they took out the satellite folks the satellite camp of the of the saviors because the lady was was very is a Beatrice I guess was very angry about that that they didn't that they attacked that satellite place but they did not kill the saviors I um I have heard reports that said that. The attack on the men happened after the satellite, and that it was a, a, some sort of retaliation, almost. Right. Really? That's what I was wondering. I, I, That's what I was wondering. I, I don't know. I'd have to listen. I'd have to listen to her actual her um, lines I think again. The, to, to I think pull the that facts, out. Stu, that that the fact that 
uh, they were still shell-shocked about the whole thing and that they, you know, knew about the satellite attack and so forth tells me that what happened to their community had to have happened after the satellite attack. They had one hell of a setup, though. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it looks like they've been there for a while. Obviously, they knew that island pretty well, and they had all of their gear stowed. I mean, they <clears throat> it just looked like they had been there for a really long time. And I would I, well, my feeling on, on when this too, right? My feeling on this satellite thing was that it didn't happen that long ago. Right. Well, it was yeah, two weeks it's... ago, because that's when Sarah, Tara, and um, Heath left. Right. Because they've been on the road for that. Two, long. maybe three weeks. Yeah, right. they, so, they definitely seem like they're much more settled mm-hmm. into that encampment. So, yeah, but you know, it was you know the place was already set up. There was just nobody there. That's the campgrounds. true. That's true. I, no, I can see them. I can see. And you're you're talking about what Beatrice was saying though. Yeah. In her description, I can see her, her hinting at that, but but mm-hmm. they had a hierarchy established. Like they. Well, knew, they probably did in the community already. Maybe, maybe. You know. but, but it, as far as they know, Natalia was. Everybody was... knew their place. They all knew what to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they were trying to figure it out still. And if you are only two to three weeks into this, you're still kind of like, uh, where's the beach at exactly? Mm-hmm. Like, they... where is such and such? How we do this? You know, they, I mean, they already learned how to pickle fish and to salt fish, they knew how to well, eat. Yeah, and, that, and that may be something they already knew. Um, the, but the, another thing that tells me it hasn't been very long is that Cindy wasn't on board. Yeah. She she was not on board with the killing. Yeah, but I could see that her being not being on board because she's just kind of sick and tired of mm-hmm. and doesn't believe in what they're talking about. Like Carol. Yeah. Right, right. But No, but she was talking about that because her mom wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it led me to kind of think that it was pretty recent. What had happened. Hmm. And then when Beatrice goes into her spiel about the, you know, her tale about what had happened, it led me to re- start thinking that it might have been pretty recent. What, But it wasn't really until now that I placed it as saying, oh, you know what, this happened after the satellite attack. And that's why they are so freaked out and angry at Tara. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like months out to me. Like at least, at least like two or three months out for them to be, to be in the position where they were right now. But you could be right, Scott. I mean, that it could just been maybe I don't know. The writing was a little confusing at that point. But now, if you did it in chronological order with the other, you'd be able to figure that out. We would have been able to figure that out. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier to figure. But <laughs> that's shit. maybe why they don't do it that way. Yes, because they maybe want to confuse guessing? us. Yes, that's not a real good narrative piece. Oh, sorry. I hate to say it, confusing your audience as to what happening when that's not a very they're good like, they're not they're dumb piece. they're not gonna figure that out oh man that's just wrong you think scott gimple says that probably <laughs> no <laughs> he just throws darts at ideas he's like yeah we're going that one blue shoes everybody's wearing blue shoes <laughs> <laughs> on that note you guys ready to take a break i think it is time for a break all right everybody we'll be back in a minute for our hits and misses oh shit
All right, we're back. Uh, Kim, we're going to do your favorite segment, Hit or Miss. Yay. All right. All right. Kim, you want to hit us with a hit? I'll hit you with a hit. All so, right. So, <laughs> I was really impressed that we had an all-female cast, and I said it before, but I really loved the fact that we had a bunch of badass women getting shit done, taking care of themselves, and just being awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that not good enough for you? No, that's that's an okay hit. That's fine. Okay, good. <laughs> he was I'm mesmerized. They, they seemed a little unreasonable at times, but that's okay. If you were in the zombie apocalypse, you would feel well. Th- they're gonna too. kill everything. Yeah. If you and it's kind of like, well, I think it's to protect we, yourself. Yeah, but you know, it kind of makes it really tough if you want to, you know, propagate, procreate. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, there's even there's that. They or got boys. There's um. I mean, they're eating a bunch of salted fish, so they gotta reach out to other people for supplies and stuff at some point. And they need just... some of those. They need those. Some of those zombie-fed uh, pigs. Oh yeah, but if you're, I mean, if you're gonna survive, you can't just shut yourself off from everyone. I think right. that's that was Tara's point, wasn't it? You right. Know, yeah. She said no. it to the effect of, um, what did she say? She said, um, well, "If done. you treat everybody as your enemies, they will they will be your enemies." I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true, but what I'm saying is they're taking care of business and they are fending for themselves. And I think that's pretty admirable. Yeah. So I think, you know, if this is a, a, a recent thing for them, I think eventually they'll be, they'll understand that they need to reach out to other people. I was, I was just actually very surprised in the writing of the show that, um, they were going to try and kill Tara. Although honestly, when they I'm, try to kill people every week, I know. No, no, no. I'm just saying that they that they weren't. I was actually like happy that they were thinking about maybe they're going to reach out to the people. But really, it doesn't make sense that if they're going to kill everybody, that all of a sudden they let Tara be the one that they Without would. Without right. They would. Yeah. That yeah, they would they, trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that did strike out, and I didn't mention it before, but that did strike out to me. Is why is all of a sudden Tara someone to break the rules on? Yeah. Right. Just because, because she saved, or just because she didn't kill Beatrice, Cindy? I mean they're, I mean they're so tight on these rules that they're teaching their little kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you see anybody, you kill them. Like making them little psychopaths. Yeah, right. I understand. I understand. But no, it's okay. Okay, but tough. that may they're be this, ladies. that may you. be this, but that may be another clue as to how recent this is because that would be a oh, sense of Jesus. an overreaction. Yeah. To no, a I recent, agree. That's what I'm saying. A recent too. thing, right? They, in time, they might mellow out. Right yeah. now, they're taking care of business. <clears throat> I don't think they're mellowing out. All right, what's your CCB? hit? My hit. Uh, my hit was the scene when uh, Tara is finally gotten away from those fools, <laughs> and she's going through the storefronts and she's messing with like the bobblehead, of the doctor, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, and and you know the music's playing, and you know she's kind of reminiscing about things, and then she goes and. Opens the gate and Eugene's right there. Yeah, and Breaking it's like down. here's this completely happy moment that she has and it's, with her crazy sunglasses. Yeah, and it's taken mm-hmm. out from under. I thought that was a huge mm-hmm. scene. Powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know that it really went over quite as powerful as it probably should have, but it right. was it was good. I mean, it was it was. I mean, maybe it was just because Eugene looked weird. 
when he was trying to cry. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, and no, the the thing that really uh, won it over though was something that you didn't, you guys probably don't know, is that the song that they're playing in the background mm-hmm. um, is by a band called the Dirty Three, and it's actually called Everything Is Fucked. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Did you oh, know that man. song already? Yeah, actually. Yeah, the Dirty Three is actually a great band, but it's all instrumental, primarily. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, I need to go yeah. listen to that again. Yeah. But it's, yeah. yeah. Everything is fucked. Oh. And which I thought, like, Very it's a apricot? title of the song in the background. You wouldn't really know that, but Mm-mm. it's wrapping up, like, truly what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's coming back to find out that everything is fucked up. Everything... Because in her mind, they've been out for two weeks trying to find something, mm-hmm. and right. they found nothing. <laughs> so, and, and I have a feeling the uh, director and producers and all would appreciate the fact that you picked up on that. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, my hit was pretty much across the board, Tara's dialogue. Mm. I thought everything about Tara and the way she responded to things and so forth is so needed on this show. I think her sense of humor, and she's almost just kind of uh, almost boyish fun. I mean, even when she tried to to bump fist with uh, <laughs> that was so Natalia, fun. And oh, she that was, was kind of she was kind of like that. We'll we'll work on that later. Yeah, right. Because she grabbed so, her wrist, and she's yeah, like, and, and then yeah. she's right, and then she's walking by Rachel. Rachel spits at her. And she turns around and flips her the bird. That was awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I just think Tara, Tara, and her dialogue and the way she dealt with things in the show was was perfect, and and I really hope that they they keep featuring her a little bit more, if she brings the right kind of a, a different attitude to the show that that is desperately needed, really. Well, everything ever ever since that um, the scene where she, they're standing on the wall and she flips off Rick, mm-hmm. yeah. it was like the, yeah, that's a totally different level for Tara, right? But and you know. know in, Eugene was kind of that that filler for a long time because the stuff that Eugene would say was humorous. Yeah, you know, you would kind of chuckle at the at the weird stuff and the way he would put it. But he's so broken apart right now that he just doesn't fill that bill anymore. Mm-hmm. So someone like Tara's needed. But you know, up until this episode, I was not really a Tara fan. Mm. I was always kind of annoyed by her. But this episode changed my mind. So that's another thing that I I guess you could say it's a hit. Like, it yeah. totally changed my mind about her. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a character that I'd like to follow now. Yeah. So, um, but but since we lost Denise and we've lost Abraham, we need somebody to fill that place of the, mm-hmm. the comedic avenue. You yeah. know? The sarcasm. Bring the sarcasm. Yeah, bring it down a level. Yeah, and Heath's not very funny. You know, but no, I really, really like not. Heath. <laughs> Why do we like Heath? He just seems like a sweet person, like an innocent soul. See, in this episode, you could be friends with. I got away from that. In this episode, I kind of felt that he was a he was an asshole, and he was kind of a um, broken puppet. Now, well, I think he's broken too, but I think that's for good reason. He, I mean, they both sure. kept talking in the RV about the outposts and all the murders that they just did, and they they are murders. Let's just mm-hmm. play it real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that could easily break either one of them. But I think at at his true his true being is that he's a very innocent and sweet person, and he's just he's just kind of lost it. Well, he seems he seems pissed. Yeah. During this episode, like he's pissed that 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 they went yeah they went forward with doing that. Yeah. 
exactly. And he, right. and and he like, expressed he expressed why. I mean, you know, he even says it to her. He says, you know, you know how we were before you guys arrived. Mm-hmm. We we were no, totally unprepared. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And and all of a sudden we're thrust into this. Yeah, he's he's pissed. He's alarmed. He's shocked. He's he's uh, thrown out of whack. Um, but until I see more of him, I don't really, I can't say if he's a favorable or not favorable character to me. He's kind of just a forgettable Heath right now. And he stops short and he stops himself short of saying that they're the reason that they're like Mm -hmm. this too. Right. But he wanted to say that. Yeah. I think. Because we, we wouldn't even know this existed until you came. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he has a little bit better idea than um, what's his name back in Alexandria, uh, Deanna's son, um, Spencer. In that Spencer, in that he realizes, I think that eventually they would run into the group. <laughs> I kind of love the fact that we never remember Spencer's name. <laughs> Y'all don't ever remember anybody's names. I'm the only, I'm the one who has to keep telling you. What? Well, we are old. Y'all are bad about names. Yeah, you have to admit it. I know what you mean, Carol. I mean, yeah, whatever. Oh, funny. Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice. No. Um, <laughs> no, his name's God. Richard. <laughs> Alice. Alice. God. Uh, You're all over it, Alice. All right, uh, so my miss. Uh-oh. Warning, warning. Oh, we still have that. Okay, miss. Yeah. Go for it. My miss is just all the unanswered questions that came up in this episode. I feel like, what what is this? Episode six, right? The previous five episodes, I feel like they've all been kind of wrapped up really nicely and packaged with a bow. This one, I just feel like there were so many things that were perplexing me, and I was a little just taken aback and a bit irritated, I think, by some of the inconsistencies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's like, certainly a lot to work with there. Like, why are the walkers in the sand? How did she end up on the beat? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. I think that's a good point. Thanks. Stupid. Uh, my miss oh. was my miss was that little bitch Rachel. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, my no, my miss was the leader of the Oceanside people. That n- mm-hmm. name Natalia. Yeah, she didn't seem like a real leader at all. No. She didn't seem to be in control of of what was going on there, and yet everything was extremely organized. And yet she seemed very, like you're saying, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. She seemed she inconsistent just, with where... It just seemed like she was older than them. She's the grandma. And that was her thing. Yeah. She was, yeah. She's the matriarch of maybe the group. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe maybe Beatrice was the one that was in control. Yeah, that's why she had helpers. Okay. Enforcers. Yeah. She was kind of that. And then, I mean, there was just, there were little, like, writing inconsistencies and stuff, but it didn't really bother me all that much. I thought it was all around good episode. Um, I, the other thing, my other big miss is that Scott was not upset. I was calling that Scott was going to hate this episode. Hmm. I liked it. Liked it a lot. Okay. You've liked every episode. So so that's my miss. Hmm. No, I haven't. I haven't. (laughs) Yeah, that is your miss. My miss is Stuart. Um, but no. (laughs) My entire life. (laughs) It is. It's so shameful. (laughs) I thought I brought you up better than that. Um. My miss was to tell you the truth is a lot of the bridge scene. I thought that was just kind of silly, a lot of it. Really? Um, who, <laughs> who's who's barricading up a bridge to well, stay on a bridge? On I did have to say, yeah, you'd be pretty damn exposed out there. Right. You would right. not last very long out there. 
That's true. No. But and you and you're taking the time to drag shipping containers out there to block mm-hmm. off your bridge. That's yeah. not an easy thing to move. I know. And, uh, that's a good and, point too. You know, they really fortified that bridge, so that's not you know like they're doing it overnight. That's for yeah. staying there quite a while. And to I, make I a just... huge Walker sandcastle. Right, and then and then to put a couple of tents in there. Mm-hmm. That's where you're living. No, that's just. The whole thing was kind of silly to me. I agree. But where and else are we going to get our walkers in the episode, honestly? Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the community is isolated, right? So they're not going to have any walkers. Then. Yeah, so they had to have some excuse to have to put walkers. walkers or whatever. But We've had some episodes where they didn't have any walkers. That's true. It's true. But this but... was a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these walkers were pretty awesome. The walkers were. were cool, and they needed mm-hmm. an excuse to have sand walk. But they were on the beach. Have sand walkers out on the beach? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, well, yep. they had the mushy sand walker, like with crabs hanging off of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool if they had done like a um, um, Jack Sparrow type. Yeah, I was gonna say right. That Pirate. Been cool. Mm-hmm. Well, with yeah. Barnacles on them, but and like shit Jack like Sparrow would have been awesome. Oh. Okay. Arr. Gar, prepare to be boarded. Gar. <laughs> That kind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, can you do that again? No. Please, please. I want to put it at the end. <laughs> I just did it. What? You got did all you, you can get it from uh-huh. that? No. I want to hear it again. <laughs> just a little bit. God, you sound like one of the kids. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's going at the end for sure. <laughs> So, okay. Kim, did we have any listener feedback? We do. We have a lot of listener feedback this week. Oh, feedback, really? feedback, feedback. Yeah. So, thanks, everybody, for writing in. Keep it up. And Frank on Crank said, social dynamics were weird. <laughs> Negan killed every man? I doubt it. Amazon tribe kills all on sight. But Tara walks on a promise? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Amazon leadership was loosey-goosey. Lots of inconsistencies. Like I was just saying. I was just saying the yeah, same thing. Exactly, exactly. It's totally you stole agree. it from me totally and Frank Crank. Did I? No. David Valentine. I may have, and Frank might. <clears throat> yeah, she might say that. David Valentine said, <laughs> It appears that Terra ended in MD and the Saviors are a multi layer organization. Scavenging is giving away to growing and manufacturing. The coastal community is another terminus. They don't eat people, but whoever comes in contact with them dies. The episode answered my question on the benefits of moving away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I actually thought about that when we watched this episode. I thought about that question from last week. Um, MD, are you talking about Maryland? That's what I'm assuming you're talking yeah. about. Okay. I am Nancy said, poor Tara has had a tough time with these ladies. No this doubt. This is true. This is true. <laughs> there was not a whole lot of fun for Tara in this episode. No, and they weren't they weren't fun loving people either. And she tried to make them laugh. She they did. Wouldn't laugh. No. She tried to make uh, Negan laugh. Yeah. No, true. she hasn't yet. She no, might. Not yet. She will. That'll be actually be an interesting interaction. Tara and Negan? Yeah. <laughs> I could see Negan going through all her stuff and Tara going, Well, okay. <laughs> I think Tara would get her ass kicked pretty quickly. I know, oh, but yeah, yeah that would be well, especially with. No, the, I think Negan might appreciate her. I think so too. I think truth. he'd be entertained, especially with like the uh, interaction between him and um, uh, the preacher. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Father Gabriel. Yes. That's right. You okay. are one creepy man. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. <laughs> Rebecca Francis, Huntress of Legends, said. Is that really your name? Come on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Go with it. There needs to be more trophy hunting. Uh, there is seriously no Department of Wildlife anymore. By now, the bucks and cats must be huge. Oh, good point. <clears throat> That's a good point, too. And why are they not seeing these huge deer? The cats, I can understand why they're not seeing that. But the deer... They yeah, should be seriously. everywhere. They chow, but haven't haven't the um, haven't the walkers chowed down on deer? Well, that's yeah. what I was wondering. Do I mean, do they catch? Yeah, but I mean, they gotta try and catch the deer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably get the yeah. sick ones, the young ones. Yeah, but there but they, they chow down on them. There has to be crap loads but of wildlife around. Daryl needs to be out there with his bow and arrow getting some. Right, but I mean, even like in the city, we're in oh, Atlanta. About, yeah, and we see deer and bears and. Right, and or we see um, coyotes around man. here. Right. Coyotes. They could get some real good so crocodile on the coast there. And the and the bears. Yep. Did you say crocodile? I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. The crocs. All right. <laughs> Our good buddy Evan Brookman said, "I thought it felt like filler. Uh, it won't be important down the road, and having Tara be the character that connects the communities is fine." It should have been one of the stories woven into another episode, which is what Scott was saying. Exactly. Evan, yep. you're all over it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Brandon Mitchell said, This episode was terrible. It raised more questions than answered some. Where's Heath? What does PPP mean? Why <laughs> did Tara keep it? Why did the colony break their rules just for Tara? Uh, how long has Tara been walking before she arrived in Alexandria? That's a real good question. Mm-hmm. My nitpicks... Uh, stop with the zombie fake-outs. Did anyone really believe that was a zombie Heath? No. Um, how are these walkers ending up in the sand? It appeared that Tara fell into a lake. Rather, or Later, she washes ashore on a beach. I call BS. Colonial women have terrible aim. Tara running through the woods was comical. I had flashbacks of Camp Crystal Lake and waiting for Jason Voorhees to pop out in front of her with a weed whacker taking her head off. Anyway, what a waste of time. I like Tara Heath, but this sucks. <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. Jeez. It wasn't that bad, but a lot of those questions he brought are yeah. very true. Yeah, that's very true, but you know? still. A lot of people did not like this episode. Yeah, that's yeah. Was, yeah uh, there was actually even uh, there was another podcast that, that came out and they called this episode Tara Bull. Mm. Really? I, like, I mean, I think, you know... I actually really liked it. I was looking forward to seeing it. I don't know if maybe I was jaded. There's but... some... Sometimes, you know, there's sometimes there are characters in these shows that make you overlook the inconsistencies yeah, and the right. odd questions. I mean, I think when we watched the episode with um, In the Kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Ezekiel was such a great character and so forth, you tended not to really focus so much on some, some of the strange things that make you kind of scratch your head um you know other ones where we're picking them apart or maybe because the characters just don't take it that well mm-hmm. you know yeah. they don't they don't cover it so much right um but i do think you know brandon's brought up some good points i also think brandon is reading a lot uh you know really picking it hard well he said the all the same stuff that we did right right exactly Exactly. Well, yeah, to an extent. 
But um, I think you could almost do that with every episode. I don't know. This season, I haven't felt like that about any of the other oh, episodes. Have. This is the only one that I've had so many questions that were left unanswered and so many inconsistencies that I was like scratching my head, you know? But then again, this was in one, this was another one of those extended episodes, which I really don't understand why they're doing so many of those this season. But this didn't feel like it was 70 minutes or however long it was. It felt uh-huh. like a normal episode to me. What, but I agree with, I agree with, I can't remember who brought it up. Um, was it Evan? No. One of, a, one of our listeners brought up the fact that they felt like it should have been wrapped into another episode. And I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that was Evan. Yeah, and I, I, I think that, that that should have been combined. It did not have to be its own episode. And I actually think it throws off the storyline a little bit when you do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had another listener, uh, Ansa, a.k.a. our Madagascar, said, mm-hmm. please, please, please cover 12 Monkeys, the TV shows. Ah. Do you, are you oh, familiar with that? I'm, I haven't even seen that. I watched part of the first season. I mean, okay. I'm such a huge fan of Terry Gilliam and almost anything he does that I absolutely love the movie. Is he involved Monkeys. at all with the show? I doubt it. No, no. It's it's playing off the premise that was created in the movie. Um the show, I mean, I watched the first half season roughly, and it wasn't that it wasn't good. I just never got back to it. You know, we probably should go back and look at it. Yeah. and uh, I would like to. I, I love that movie is awesome. I don't when know we, anything about the get, show, except that it's... Yeah, when we get past, I think, what we're doing with Walking Dead, maybe we can... Uh, well, I think I think um, she's asking that, that we do that over the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can Because the third season starts soon, right? It's 2017. I don't know when, though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Goodness gracious. So we could watch a few episodes. Okay. Yeah, but we're not even going to catch up to where she is. Well, we could, well, we can figure it out. Okay. We'll think about it. And you know what? It's, I, I think it's awesome that someone else, someone wants us to review other stuff, uh-huh. though. That's I do, pretty too. Cool. Because I would have never known about 12 Monkeys if you had not said that. So yeah. uh-huh. bring on some more suggestions, yeah. please. Oh, I know I was perfectly intrigued by the show when they brought it out because that movie is fantastic. Movie is, yeah, actually anything that Terry Gilliam has been involved with has been huge mm-hmm. uh, for yep. me. So, Incidentally, yep. we just finished uh, watching um, American Horror Story, the Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'm finishing it. Don't tell me. Holy cow. I'm not going to tell you anything, but that was the best season ever. Really? My favorite. Really? Yes. To beat the Asylum. And- All of them. And the scary clowns. Yep. My favorite season. And now we're watching Salem. And we still need to catch up on Gotham. So Yeah. Gotham's I'm not really huge into Gotham. It's okay. What? It's okay. Why don't Are you kidding me? Why don't you why don't you dump Gotham and jump over to Twelve Monkeys? I don't want to dump Gotham. I love Gotham. I'm out on Gotham. It's okay. No. (laughs) Anyways. It's kinda cheesy. We'll check out Twelve Monkeys. Can you not tell that they are a couple? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's entertaining for sure, but it's not like that's normally one of your favorites. We're not going to argue on this. Okay, anyways. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's my, yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> Kim, Kim, do you have any news for us? I heard the news chimes. <laughs> so apparently, after this last episode, a lot of people took to social media and started bashing Alana Masterson for really? her weight. Oh, that's Are wrong. you serious? Yeah. Didn't that's she wrong. just have a Come kid? Come on, people. Yes. 
Oh, yeah. People? They made lots of comments about her weight and how big her boobs were. And so... Is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah, I must have missed that story. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me go ask my oh wife. Oh my God, your is boobs... Is a bad thing? Your boobs are too huge. Oh my God, You'd be what like, were you yeah. thinking? Um, so she fought back and she went on Twitter and... Or maybe it was her Facebook page. And she wrote this huge comment back to all of these people who have been saying negative comments about her and basically said grow the fuck up and i just had a baby and i would like to see you try to do the same thing Seriously. and film a tv show at the same time and she i would said, have done like hashtag eat a dick right. and that's it exactly. <laughs> porch dick she said your mother should be ashamed for raising such a judgmental bully i'm sure she knows how courageous you must be for trolling and hiding behind your iphone and computers P.S. I would love to see any man or woman give birth to a baby, nurse the baby, and then work 17 hours a day and nail their own stunts. She wrote, uh, P.S.S. P- be kind to each other. We now we need it now more than ever. You know what I think we need to do at this point? Hmm. We need to think about this this listener or this writer who wrote it in and give them a moment of silence. <laughs> Screw you, writer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just think that's horrible. I do too. It's terrible. It is. It it's really terrible. is. And, you know, she shouldn't even respond to that crap. She shouldn't even respond to that crap. I think it's I mean, great that she did. Don't be silent anymore. Mm. Tell those people to fuck off. Yeah, I know. All those, but people, want, all those people want is attention. They want a reaction. They just want somebody. Ugh. They want a reaction. That's all they're doing. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it gives them validation in their lives. That's pretty disgusting. So sad. Kind of like us on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not bring us to that level, Scott. Come on. Um, you know, but you know, they—they're not even talking about like performance or what. It, it, they're talking strictly about how she looked in the show. Yep. And that's let's, that's let's, messed let's up. Let's not even let's not even get this any more discussion. Oh no. Okay. What else have we got, Kim? Are well, you cutting me off? All right. Yeah, I am, Scott. Mm-hmm. Ratings continue to fall for The Walking Dead. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. They are now at the lowest point that they've been for the past three years since season mm-hmm. three, episode 15. Oh. So the last episode had 11 million viewers, which wah, is down wah, from like wah. 17 million at the premiere of this season. Um, and everybody's biggest complaints are actually what we've kind of talked about too. Extra long episodes and not having a reason for those episodes because they're not like mid-season finales or anything like that. Characters, they're, not content, they're not content driven enough to make them extra long episodes. Right. They're character or location specific. They are slow. And then there's a very dull Rick and a very flamboyant Negan. And mm-hmm. that is driving people away, apparently. I think Alana Master should, should tell those people to eat a dick, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fuck off, I, people. You know, one of these sh- these shows got to realize something. You know, this is seven years of this. Um, you know, at a at a point, you know, your your audience is going to be starting to think maybe it jumped the shark a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, and you you know, and you keep bringing up these devices you've done before that really were not incredibly successful, like having shows completely de- dedicated to just one part of the story all the time. Um, it's gonna it's gonna reflect on your show in general. 
Well, I mean, that was I, I don't feel it as much as when we were watching Lost and stuff. But that's the kind of the problem that Lost had, too, mm-hmm. was that you'd watch a show, you know, waiting all week, not necessarily waiting to watch the show. But you would sit down to watch the show and you're you're thinking you're picking up on one storyline. Then it's like completely different. Well, well, I could never Lost keep up with a, the episode. Yeah, Lost had another problem. They never resolved anything. No, they I didn't mean, they resolve had, anything. They, but... they had no idea how to end that story. But That was uh, totally a premise, and that was nothing else. Coming from the attitude where you're, you know, we're doing a podcast on it. We're, you know, we're, we're extremely invested in watching every episode, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're catching, like, every other episode of what's happening here, yeah. there's no way to keep up with what the fuck's going on. Mm-mm. No. So, you need to be touching base with all your characters during the episode, it's in some point or another. I mean, it, or not even if it's just episode, but every other episode. You can't go six weeks without seeing Tara and Heath, and find people being invested in the pro in the uh, characters. Right. Exactly. I think your your point is that you can't devote an entire episode to people you haven't seen for six weeks. Right. The entire episode was about these characters you haven't seen in six weeks. Right. So. Right. Well, I think the other big thing, though, is how gory season premiere was. And Mm. on top of all of that, yeah, we haven't seen Tara and Heath for since last season. And they still don't know about what happened with Negan. So we're having to relive those killings every Mm -hmm. single episode because Morgan and Carol don't know about it either. Right. You know, it's like. Every single time they air something that where it's so a character, they could, be, they could be running those two storylines parallel. Exactly, I mean, they, you know, and, and because they're both going to experience the same thing, they're going to find out later on what happened. But it's it those two deaths, especially Glenn's, was so emotional for the viewer and for the people who have been watching this from the day one, and, and to over have to the top and and, and over the, but to over have to relive it every single week. Yeah. I think that's killing a lot of people. And yeah, Kim has night sweats. Mm. I do. I miss Glenn. She, she wakes up at like three in the morning. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, Glenn, your eye. Your eyeball. That big fake eye. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I really don't have any invested emotion in those characters anymore. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's over with. You I know? think I've kind of moved on, too. I mean, I still feel bad. I, it, it sucks that they're not there, right. but I'm I'm. Ready for a change. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a hard thing to grasp onto since we, we you know, we're, we are like really involved in like watching every aspect and we're talking about it during the week. Mm-hmm. Well, and keep, can you, I mean, can you imagine like trying to keep up casual, with it? Yeah. Casual watcher. Trying to keep up with the normal. Well, keep one thing in mind too. This is, you know, we've, we've in the past, I mean, we've been doing this for a little over a year now. And I know we went through a period last year with this show where we were saying a lot of the same stuff. You know, hey, this show's dragging, blah, 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 blah. And then we got to the second half, and then we felt pretty good about the show in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're a casual list or a casual watcher, uh, then, yeah, you're going to have a little bit of difficulty in these things. But I really think that the show is doing itself a disservice by not keeping these characters engaged in most episodes. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you're keeping the characters engaged, then you're also keeping the people that like these characters engaged. Yeah. You know, if if I developed a real real fandom for Tara back when when they took out the satellite place, I may have lost it by now. 
you know, I may have not be invested in that. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but I think to a certain extent, too, if you're watching an episode, a full episode that's dedicated to someone like Tara, you're kind of like, okay, we can take a break from all that Negan junk and just focus on her, and we know nothing really bad is going to happen. She might get killed, but, you know, it won't be as gritty as if Negan mm-hmm. did it. And um, we're just good to go. Coast. That's but I, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at like King Ezekiel. Okay, we got introduced to King Ezekiel. How many episodes ago now? Mm. Three, three or four. Yeah, yeah, three. And you know, God knows when we'll get back to that. Um, right after that episode, I was really intrigued. I wanted to see what mm-hmm. was going on with King Ezekiel. And uh, at oh, this point, true. at this point, I'm kind of like, well, yeah, I'd like to see what's going on, but it's not like I'm like, oh, I can't wait till the next episode the King Ezekiel's in. That's you know? true. If King Ezekiel was showing up in the last couple of episodes, even if it was just in small parts or little discoveries or whatever, I, I'm going to be a lot more invested. That's true. And I'm going to keep that fire going. Oh, I can't wait to see what King Ezekiel is going to do. That's a good point. Well, let's see what happens next week. Yep. So next week on The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 7. <laughs> Sing me a song. A deeper look at Sanctuary and the world of Negan and, his, and the Saviors. Members of Alexandria go looking for supplies. Did we not just see this episode? <laughs> we did, I think. I think this is the one where, the, yeah, we see Daryl's got like an A on his shirt. Yeah. Yes. yes. Daryl went out looking Darryl's, for a gun. Right, and Daryl's looking stressed. He's eating shit sandwiches. And, yeah. and Negan's prancing. Yes. And somebody's going out looking for supplies. But. And they might find canned, canned asparagus. Uh, no, okra. Can, no, okra. Okra. Can, okra. Yes. Okay. But we are doing Sanctuary and Alexandria, so it's not going to be location time? specific. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Holy yeah. shit. I know. Oh, my God. Right. That might throw me off my game. Breaking Folks, the rules. we may not be able to do our show next week. We're not <laughs> we might have to do two. We might have to do two shows, one about Sanctuary and one about Alexandria. Yeah. Oh, I'm already got that going in my head. Yes. <laughs> so... Just an FYI to all of our listeners, we um, are probably going to be a little bit late recording next week because we're moving into our new house this weekend. And we don't know when we're going to have internet. (laughs) We we will have it. Well, yeah, we're late this week because we're trying to get the whole house situation. Yes, but but, um, we will record next week as soon as we have our internet set up. We promise. Thanks for everybody's patience. Yeah, and we only have two more episodes left for this season. Oh, and our new setup is going to be badass. Really? It will be. Yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. It's going to like have pictures of Darth Vader in there and stuff like that. Uh, Actually, maybe. I will. But we're having we're going to have a whole area dedicated just to podcasting. Yeah. Really? We're very excited. Other mm-hmm. than the garage. Other That's than nice. the garage, it'll be in the house with heat and air conditioning. We're, and we're primarily going to be spending like a lot of money on just like really comfy chairs. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you need. And a table. It's so uh, exciting. That's going to that's gonna, yeah, impress everybody in our podcasting experience with our mm-hmm. big comfy chairs. <laughs> I think I think the, the folks out like, there need, oh. need to realize why we've never posted pictures of ourselves podcasting. No. <laughs> we should actually take a picture of this situation before mm-hmm. we move out of the here. <laughs> yeah. So people could see what no, we've been doing. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> actually, it was worse. It was it much was worse. worse. So Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. You're not in the garage anymore. We don't no. hear the frogs. No. Yeah. 
So um, don't be surprised if we're late next week. But as I was saying, we have two more episodes until the mid-season finale. So over the break, we will look into doing some other reviews. Stuff. Some other stuff. But um, yeah, so let us know if there's anything else you want us to review. Because that's kind of exciting. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have been watching the... Um, Fear the Walking Dead webisodes that they're airing mm. during The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. So mm-hmm. we are going to cover those on the mid-season finale episode that we do. Okay. We'll cover the entire shebang. Yes, we will. Word. Okay. Word As to directed mother. by Kim. Mm-hmm. Well. As we do everything that Kim tells us. Yes, to. exactly. Of course. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> My neck. Um, okay. Did That's you a guys wrap. have any other comments or notes about this episode? Awesome. So thanks again, everybody, for listening to the Fear Me podcast. You can download our episodes from your favorite podcast site, and you can also find us on Twitter at Fear Me Pod, on Facebook at Facebook slash Fear Me Podcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast.com. And you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And yes, we actually do read your comments on the air. So please, yeah. So please send us your comments because we love them. And go to iTunes and give us your review. We'd love to see those too. We'll read those on the air too if you leave a comment there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's bad. Yeah, exactly. We will. So we'll be back next week at some point to review season seven, episode six of The Walking Dead. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.